Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on? In today's episode, we're going to be covering all the most recent and uh, most important NFT and crypto news that's happened in the space recently, and uh, what our predictions for how the NFT marketplace is going to work out in uh, the recent future. So, uh, Alex, would you like to start with your first story? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and start. So, for this news article, it's NFT or NFL dabbles with NFT ticket collectibles on Polygon. So, what they're pretty much going to do is they're going to have tickets that are also NFTs, which I think is pretty cool. And that you're obviously going to be paying in Polygon, which is even better. And then each team has their kind of own design, and they actually look pretty cool. And they're partnering with uh, Dapper Labs, and they're set to release like before January nineteenth, so during the regular season. Oh yeah, I mean that's actually really cool to see. I mean, yeah. especially with like a ma- mainstream adop- mainstream adoption, like the NFL and big companies. And I'm surprised they didn't want to use like a different, um, like blockchain, like yeah. Ethereum or Solano. But it honestly makes sense because just like how a lot of retail investors are switching from it, uh, switching from Ethereum and uh, going to different blockchains that have lower gas fees. I mean, it just yeah. makes sense at this point. Like, no, unless if Ethereum doesn't. I mean, I'm I'm still a big fan of Ethereum, but if Ethereum doesn't fix these gas fees, it's gonna die. I mean, yeah, people, no one's gonna want to pay three hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like if if say you're going to a football game and you buy three hundred and fifty dollar ticket, your your total is gonna end up being six hundred dollars. Like that's why it's not gonna go as mainstream as it could because there's such a high barrier to entry. So I think them going Polygon is actually really smart. That's a great story to yeah. start with. So at for my uh, first sto- first story, this is actually going to be really uh, pretty recent news, especially if you all uh, are listening this uh, near the Thanksgiving time. So the department store Macy's, everyone knows the Macy's Day Parade, and <clears throat> the department store is releasing a series of parade themed NFTs on uh, November twenty fifth, uh, which is Thanksgiving. Uh, and they plan to donate all the proceeds to the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is actually really cool to see them uh, take on something like NFTs and end up doing good with um, with uh, donations. And also, just like how the NFL is doing Polygon, uh, there will be uh, 9,500 NFTs that will be sold on uh, the Polygon blockchain, which is actually pretty cool to see because it's going to be able to like normal uh, people like you and you and I that will actually want to buy these, we're going to be able to afford them on the Polygon blockchain because it's not going to be insane gas fees. <clears throat> and so, also, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Uh, sounds like a lot of companies are moving towards Polygon. So. Yeah, I mean, it just makes financial sense at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's such a high barrier to entry for NFTs. You're not going to, like, if you want to reach a wider audience, you're going to go to a cheaper blockchain. It just makes more sense. Yep. And also, uh, the NFTs will feature some of the parade's iconic giant balloons dating back all the way to the 1920s. Uh, Macy's is also auctioning off a individual or 10 individual ultra rare NFTs from November 19th to November 30th. Like the, the auction should end November 30th and all the earnings will also be going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is actually pretty good to see. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think especially with something like the Macy's Day Parade, and since it's such a big event, there's going to be even more eyes on it. Even if them selling NFTs get mentioned once during the broadcast, that's it. That's what a million people watching, if not more. So least, it's just, yeah. it's just great to see adoption like that. Yeah. So for my next article, it's uh, Good Gaming Inc. announces latest updates for its NFT game. It's called Micro Buddies. It's going to be pretty cool because how I read it was it's going to just be like skins in a game and that um, you could, you buy these NFTs and then they appear in game, I guess. I don't know. It, it was kind yeah, of confusing. I, I, I've seen a lot about that, especially with like the whole metaverse thing and pretty much yeah. how crypto is going to be the economy in the metaverse. I mean especially like just being able to buy like buying a Fortnite skin is is buying an nft pretty much since there's no actual like value to it and whoever like whoever buys it gives value to it if that makes sense yeah that's gonna be i feel like that's gonna be more game more games are gonna adopt that kind of idea oh yeah exactly especially because they can probably just if they just they can just charge you money and then they don't have to like it take a, a fee like like I don't know if any of the viewers have heard of this but when the Epic Games like versus Apple dispute went down it was like Apple was taking uh, X number of percent from like every Fortnite purchase that was made so like even though it was the player was paying Fortnite Apple was making money off that purchase so I think something like this could definitely be transferred over to like the normal like world of gaming so Instead of having to go through Apple to buy stuff, you maybe you just go on the Fortnite website, put in your Ethereum wallet, and buy skins that you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really cool. So, yeah. I think I think there's just like more of a broad area to like go from with NFTs and like. Um, there's the so much world. potential. Yes, exactly. That's that's where I was looking for. So, uh, for my second story. Uh, rare photos from Tupac's debut debut party release album uh, are to be sold as NFTs and uh, a a selection of rare and unpublished photos from Tupac Shakur at the release party for his debut album are being released as NFTs so the 18 NFTs are being offered up uh, by the hip hop journalist and photographer Lawrence Loopy D. Dotson it's a very weird name, but apparently uh, this photographer is very famous in the hip-hop world, especially during the 90s. And these NFTs are being sold on the uh, OpenSea platform, which the majority of NFTs are sold. And 17 of the 18 NFTs are original photos of Tupac, 
which haven't been seen to the public ever before while the 18th uh nft is pretty much a super nft which is all of the photos combined in one that's pretty cool which i think it, it especially with someone like tupac who has passed away and kind of been gone for a long time and anything related to him does well i think these will yeah. you'll see huge prices for these like i wouldn't be surprised that when these get released they're all over twitter <laughs> oh yeah they, they just sound cool yeah uh the nfts will each come with a framed print of the photo signed Ooh. by the uh, photographer and part of the proceeds will be used to plant trees in tupac's hometown no, that's Which, super cool. Obviously, it's really nice to see like NFTs sell for a lot of money, but especially when it comes down to it, and they uh, like help communities and help charities. I think it's just great to see because a lot of people in the NFT world are just like profit, profit, capital gains. Let's make as much money as possible. It's just nice to see that uh, some companies are actually like donating the communities that need it the most. Yeah, I think it's super cool that they sent you a framed picture of your yeah. NFT. I think that's going to be sick too, especially yeah. how like people are um, putting up like their board ape yacht club uh, NFTs on like those electronic kind of posters. That I think yeah. there's a lot of um, uh, a lot of future and possibility with those as well. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing that, where they send you a picture of your um, NFT as well. Yeah, that would be yeah, especially I feel like. You're gonna create a, you're gonna like create some type of account with that uh like electronic poster and then you can just change it whenever you want you can connect your wallet and change whatever photo you want to yeah. see i think it's gonna be really cool yeah and also be... these nfts the photos were taken in 1992 Ooh. so they're almost what is that 30 years old yeah so they're almost 30 years old which it, like if these sold at an actual auction of the physical copies they go for millions, so I don't. I'm only. I can't even guess what they're gonna go for. Yeah, super pricey. Yeah. So for my final um, news article, it's the company Celsius will invest three hundred million dollars into Bitcoin mining, <laughs> and that's a lot of money. Anyway, and I've been uh, researching into mining pretty recently and the stuff that people are able to do which is like one million dollars is ridiculous so when you put 300 million into bitcoin mining that's gonna be that's crazy it yeah, says that it's, it's, it's that's crazy that's yeah. actually so much money <laughs> it says that the company now owns about twenty-two thousand asic miners which is asic is kind of like the top miner that you can buy right now and in total, they've actually invested around five hundred million, which is crazy. Yeah, that's actually kind of insane for such a five hundred. Like that's like that's so many. You know how a big a facility has to be for five hundred million dollars. Like yeah, I follow is... a few. Like, there's a few like uh, public com- public crypto mining companies like Riot Blockchain and and bit farms that like i see i follow them on instagram and stuff and they have like 500 million dollar facilities and these things are huge like basketball yeah. arena size facilities and it's literally just a concrete building with a bunch of miners that's it yeah it's just they're crazy to see if, if anyone know. out there if anyone out there doesn't know what these look like type in uh 
riot blockchain mining facility you'll you'll be amazed it's crazy it's the scale of everything is ridiculous yeah like what i'm so fascinated about all those places or all those facilities is how does how do they connect all of them together like how do they have so much so much like such a great network to be able to just support all of that it's crazy. lots of wires <laughs> yeah hell of wires <laughs> yeah and i want another electric bill yeah because <laughs> that that's actually what i'm curious too because especially with a lot of these public companies you can actually see their expenses and a lot of the companies they're spending so much money on electricity they're not even profitable yet like i know bit farms in the last year they mined like over a thousand bitcoin or something maybe even uh, above that and they weren't even profitable because they spent so much money but i think once they realize how to make it profitable with maybe uh renewable energy or maybe like hydro or solar panels they'll be able to make a lot of money especially big big uh big facilities like that yeah i know that some facilities are making a profit like i saw this guy he invested i want to say around a million dollars and he's like and like his expenses are like thirty thousand dollars a month on electricity and he's making a decent profit i don't think he spent one million i think he spent more than that but still yeah i mean it's definitely profitable probably a lot of the public companies are just trying to expand so much that they're spending all their like shareholders money which makes sense but i think for a lot of like small cap uh I don't really know how to explain it, but like small facilities that are private over a couple hundred stuff. thousand. Yeah, private. I feel like especially for private stuff, they're doing it right because they don't need any like yeah, they, investor help because they they're making money already. Yeah, it's all from them. Yeah. <clears throat> so for my third story, it's kind of like a a two part story, but the main part of it is not really great news for the NFT space, but it's. Uh, the South Korean government stands firm on their uh, NFT games. So pretty much, um, South Korea's Game Rating and Administration Committee committee has reiterated its ban on NFT games, uh, which isn't great for the NFT space. But there's more to it than just that they banned it. There's kind of more to the story. And uh, the chair of the Game Rating Administration said uh, once again it cannot allow NFT games. However, he added that not all blockchain games are uh, banned. So pretty much what they're doing is there's a lot of NFT games that are play to earn. So like at, instead of like maybe getting XP in like a regular game, you're getting like a small crypto and they'll actually go hmm. to your wallet. Like there's a lot of games where it's it's actually not it's like you'd make more money just like working a regular job <laughs> than just playing video games. But like say I don't know how to explain it, but like probably a basic example would be like getting coins in mario just like jumping up and getting coins like that would be that would transfer to a certain crypto and that would be placed in your wallet and you could like buy nfts in the game and like clothes and stuff that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah i mean with a lot lot of these four play games they're obviously like to make a profit and a lot of people are kind of overhyping them in my opinion because People are saying that, oh, all these games, the metaverse is going crazy. Like, I believe in the metaverse, but you can't really say that, like, all these games are going to make this much money because if they were were worth this much, like, not as many people would 
like sell it instantly like at, at, like if people thought it actually had value they'd hold it if that makes yeah. sense like i think a lot of these games do have potential but i think a lot of uh crypto enthusiasts and nft like game players need to understand that like you're in it for the money we all understand like a lot of us we obviously want to make a profit which i think once we realize like we be true with ourselves that we want to make a profit then we can start expanding to what truly matters if that makes sense to you yeah but Super i think interesting with, though yeah it does have a lot of uh a lot of um oh what's the word it does have a lot of potential especially with play to earn games cuz maybe polygon makes a game and then it will blow up because people really like the polygon blockchain it it can really just be do do anything especially like yeah. it can kind of be like a incentive for people to get into the metaverse like say facebook partners with a with a crypto uh blockchain and then they have a thing they have like a certain metaverse and you play in it and you kind of get used to the metaverse and you get rewarded for it it would be like a free trial type thing if that makes sense like kind of here's you have you try this uh metaverse out for a week and we'll give you crypto That'd and then you eventually cool. want to just keep playing because you enjoy it yeah and you're in crypto yeah so all in all after my like stories i think that there's a lot of positives as well kind of about balance it out with a little negative at the end but honestly that negative is a positive in my opinion because all the all the south korean government is saying that they just don't want games that are played to earn they're completely fine with blockchain games or like they're completely fine with video games in the blockchain they just don't want it to be played to earn so all in all i'm pretty positive about it yeah Is there anything else you want to cover before we go? Nope. I'm all good. All right, so uh I'll just leave the viewers with this one tip. If you uh all are looking for a decent crypto wallet, uh the number one wallet I would uh tell you to go get, they're all free by the way. Is first I'd go to Coinbase. We're not obviously not getting paid cuz <laughs> barely anyone's actually listening to this, but number one would be Coinbase. Number 2 would be a MetaMask wallet, number 3 would be a Trust wallet, then number 4 would be an Exodus wallet. I think in my opinion they're all really safe and it's a decent place to uh put your crypto and I feel like even if you have 50 bucks, 100 bucks to spend, you can join this uh like crypto world and you don't have to have a bunch of money like like the stock market game. Like a lot of people in the stock market like if you don't have more than $10,000 what are you doing but for crypto you can join this <clears throat> you can join this like economic class just by having little money like your wallet it be it's the same thing as your checking account same thing as your debit account it's simple and you can use it and you can hold it and we'll just try to make some money along the way so uh I'll leave you with that if you uh enjoyed this episode go ahead and uh share this with your friends we don't run any ads or anything so it's a basically a, a word of mouth podcast and if you uh feel so inclined that you want to follow uh the uh NFT nation on Instagram we have an Instagram account it's at nft_nation_podcast go check that out give it a follow maybe dm me and say you love the podcast or and uh if you have any ideas of what we should talk about just go ahead and dm me on that as well
Yeah, so, and also uh, tell us things that we could improve on as well. I mean, oh yeah, just, exactly. We're just starting this, so anything that you guys say kind of helps. Yeah, like any any uh, critiques and positives, we'll take right to heart and try to fix along the way. So yeah, we uh, um, it, this is a goodbye for me and Alex. I'll let you end it if you want. All right, so thanks guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, like Michael said, follow us on any of our social medias that we have. And have a good day. See ya.